another week has gone. We're back. And uh, I have some good news. And that is that uh, I'm now wearing, I'm now able to wear flip-flops, which is such an achievement for me because obviously, as you know, I was on crutches for the past two weeks. I was wearing a brace. <sighs> my freedom has come back. I'm wearing some flip-flops. Obviously, I have to cover my left foot with like a, a special kind of bandage because obviously uh, the flip-flop being rubber, there's a strong potential that it will, uh, you know, rub against the, against the foot. So I'm wearing a special kind of uh, plaster, bandage, whatever you want to call it. But the good news is that um, I'm able to wear some flip-flops again. <sighs> I don't ask for a lot, really. I'm the kind of guy where I am happy just to wear a t-shirt, a, a pair of shorts and flip-flops, and that's me. I'm happy. I don't think I ask for a lot. Um, a lot of things have happened this week. Um, I've decided, you know, since I'm 30 years old, I'm at this age where, and it's a good, it's a good feeling. I, you know, a lot of people stress when they are, are about to turn 30, that, um, you know, th their life is soon going to be over and uh, they're going to become conservative and, you know. But actually, turning 30 has been one of the best things that ever has happened. And I say this because, um, you know, I was maintaining my, my hair as I do every week um, with the clippers. And I thought, you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually just tired of having this hairstyle that I've always had since I've been in the sixth grade. You know, that, that whole military hairstyle where it's short on the sides and then at the top you basically just use your hand just to brush your hair to the side and I thought you know what I just I'm tired of people caring I'm tired of caring in fact I never used to care what people think I still don't and I figured you know what let me just let me just give myself a new look a look that I think suits me and a look that I feel more happy about more a look that doesn't require a lot of efforts. And um, I posted a picture on Instagram earlier today. And I think, it, I think it suits me. And if you don't like it, well, then that's just too bad. Because I'm not here to impress people. As you all know that. People who, people who know me will know that I don't really impress. Uh, I really don't give a damn what people think. So... Yeah, I, I'm enjoying being 30. It's it's kind of cool because you just don't give a fuck what people think. And it's terrific. Honestly, I would say I encourage you to turn 30, but it's inevitable. You're going to turn 30 anyway. But it's a good thing when you turn 30 because you get to that point where if you, if you did care, you're not going to care anymore. And it's a great feeling. And especially because, you know, I ride a bike. And the worst thing is when you do have hair on your head, you know, the, the wind messes it up. So every time you go to a traffic light, you have to, you know, fix your hair up. And, ah, oh, jeez. So you're coming to the studio today. I didn't have to touch my head once. I like this. I like this new style. I like this new me. Hmm. Good. Uh, Natasha is still on holiday. Uh, she'll be back next week from her long, her long holiday. Rightly deserved. 
She's a big uh, con uh, contributor to the show, obviously being the producer. So she deserves to have a nice holiday. So she'll be back uh, next week. Um, I was in Belgium over the weekend. My first time in Belgium. And it was quite a, it was quite a, a spontaneous thing to do. You know, I woke up on Saturday and um, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm tired of spending my weekend at, at home. I want to do something. Let me do something. So I, I got my phone and I looked at, you know, what, what are the requirements to go to Belgium? Because, you know, Corona and all of that, even though uh, most of the Dutch population has been vaccinated or fully vaccinated. Thought, okay, let me see Belgium. I've never been to Belgium. It's it's right next door to me. Let me. What is Belgium like? So I looked at the at um at the requirements, and uh, you just need to fill in a a form, a a a a health form, a declaration. Which turns out I didn't need to because you only need to fill in that form if you spend more than 72 hours in, in Belgium, and I was only going to be there for the night. I spent the night. I left on Saturday, got the train to uh, Antwerp, which is a very nice city. It's a very small little city. It's in the Dutch part of Belgium, the Flemish part. It's a very nice little city. I, I like Antwerp. Um, spent the night there. And my train the next day was only scheduled for six o'clock in the evening, the following day. And you know, there's only so much you can see in Antwerp. So I thought, let me let me let me sneak in a trip to Brussels, because I've never been to Brussels. And I went to Brussels and um I went to go visit the EU because you know the EU's in Brussels. So I got to visit the EU. And um I got to take a picture of Leopold, the most vicious of vicious colonizers. I mean, that guy showed no mercy when he colonized the Belgium Congo. I mean, figures are in the 15 million, uh, it's estimate, of people that he oppressed and, and that he killed. It's disgusting. And then there's, there's a statue honoring him in Brussels. So that just shows you what the Belgium think of him. So... Brussels is really strange because it's kind of like someone took a bit of Paris, just a small part of Paris, and dropped it in, in, in Belgium. And it's really strange because Brussels is in the Flemish-speaking part of Belgium, so the Dutch-speaking part of Belgium, but yet everyone speaks French and everyone there is full of shit. So it's very interesting when you go to Brussels. Um, obviously, you know, the street signs are in two languages, uh, French and, and, and Dutch. But Brussels is very, it's very, it's like a little Paris. And it's the same as like Antwerp. Antwerp is a very little Netherlands. But Antwerp, Antwerp is just very nice in, in general. I liked Antwerp. So I've got to check Belgium off the list. And it's so nice when you do things spontaneously. Because you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's going to come at you. These things are cool. I I encourage people to do spontaneous trips. It's awesome. Anyway, enough about me blabbering on about what I did over the weekend and me not giving a fuck about my hair. Uh, I'm joined on the show today by um, 
a very cool guy, and um, I'm very glad to have him on the show. Um, he's going to be working with us um, after the show. Um, he wants to have his own show on 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 Amsterdam Lab, so we're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be finding out what it's like where he lives. Uh, he's not based in in the Netherlands. He's actually in 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 America, in a um, in a state called Virginia, mm. which was a hotly contested state, by the way, in the um, in the in the recent um, presidential elections. It was one, I think it was one of those states that were um, supposedly um, there was uh, vote rigging in that in that state, mm. and that's what cost Trump his election, apparently. Mm. Crybaby. So let me introduce you my guest. His name is uh, Himanish, and uh, he's a very cool guy. And as I said, um, he wants to have his own show on Amsterdam Lab. And um, well, all I can say is welcome, man. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Wade Hutchinson Show. Good to have you. Hey, yeah, it's definitely a pleasure being here. And the, yeah, so yeah, we were in that moment of when um, rights of the riots happened during elections. So. <laughs> Of where, of where there was a battle between Trump and Biden. So it was, it did get a bit ugly, um, but you know, it went to the, the we all know who the winner is now. So, um, and uh, rightly so. Do, are you a, are you a Biden supporter or are you a Democrat? Because not a lot of people who are Democrats are Biden supporters, but it's better than the previous guy. You can say I'm whatever you want. It's an uncensored <laughs> platform. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, um, I'm in. I'm. I'm, re I'm really in the middle line because I don't right. know. There's some areas that I feel like one party is right in. I then there's some areas that I feel like Trump was right in. You know, ban banning China from coming to the 5G network place, I felt like was a, a good move. And um, from Biden's perspective, you know, he's already served the country by being the vice president along with Barack Obama. So, I mean, he also has some qualities in him as well. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, there's not not much to to really say on that. It's a, it's a very it's a very hot topic. Didn't want to go sideways, like why on either sides. So. Well, look, I, I'm I'm very happy that um, there is, although although Sleepy Joe doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes, I am happy there is someone who I can watch, you know, on TV and not have, and not have to uh, grab the the bin and want to throw up um, when they open their mouth. So you know, look, a lot of good things have happened. Um, I'm not saying he's a he's a terrific president, but you know, nonetheless, a lot of good things. Have come from him being president, but anyway, um, what is what is Virginia like? Um, I've never it's, it's a place that I would like to go and visit. So, why don't you tell us what is Virginia like, and especially the place where you live? Hmm. Uh, for, so yeah, I mean Virginia. It's it's the area of I guess you of opportunities because it definitely presents with a lot of ways to get yourself involved um 
So I like government um, opportunities over here because that's where, because DC is very close. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it sounds like it's rural, but it really isn't. It, the, I'm thinking, I could be totally wrong. The way the city's progressing, maybe at one point it might start to become like a rural city because it's, it's have it has this vibe where it's not as busy as like a New York city of of some sort, but also has like its own touch of vibes of like going on um, mm-hmm. taking strolls, going on hiking trips. So it, it maintains the, the nature aspect pretty well. So I I like the fact that these locations like Maryland, Virginia, like they all have like a homely sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, there's, there's positive, there are plus points and, and negative points. So I just try to look at the plus ones because I, everything, there's always the negative that you can see in something, but I just try to look at the high, the high level aspects of things just to make it feel like I'm in a good state or I'm, I'm around good people. Yeah. Yep. And by the way, that uh, uh, Himanish's dog that you can hear in the background was actually barking at an anti-vaxxer that was walking past his house. <laughs> so that's yeah. why it was barking. Or it could have been a Trump supporter. Either way, it was still barking. Um, so you want to you wanna join. There's, there's, uh, there's a potential of you joining um, Amsterdam Lab, which I encourage you to do. I mean, we were talking um, uh, last night about the potential of you um, having a show um, what kind of show would you would you have if I did give you the opportunity to to have your to host your own show on on the platform? Um, I think I would. I think I'll, if I were to have my own show, I'm guessing that I would want to go for something that's more. Um, just trying to get a good sense of other people's experience. Um, mm-hmm. Very basic, um, nothing too complicated, but yeah, you know, just general conversations. I haven't really formed the idea as much as I thought I had, as I thought I'd want to, but um, yeah, that's kind of the basic idea. All right. Well, I'm sure, you know, we'll, 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 we'll find a kind of show that suits you. And I'm sure lots of people will be interested to, um, to hear about you and hear about your stories and, and all of that. Now, um, did you hear about this? Now, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's never been one to hold back on many things, especially banging his maid, his cleaning lady. Now, he's told anti-vaxxers that um, they're all schmucks. And uh, he also told those Americans to go fuck themselves, which is a very Arnold thing to say, don't you think? Typical. Mm. Yeah. Now, in an interview on Tuesday, uh, Schwarzenegger told former uh, National Security Council uh, staffer Alexander Widmund and CNN's Bianca Golodrygray uh, that he's disgusted with, one, uh, the the coronavirus <clears throat> misinformation, and number two, that the Americans who think their actions don't affect others. I think people should know that there is a virus here, he said. It kills people, and the only way we can prevent it is if we get vaccinated, and also by banging our cleaning lady. 
he didn't say that, but it would be great if he said that. Uh, we need to wear masks. Uh, we need to social distance and not just think about ourselves, which is some very wise words indeed. It's not often, you know, someone uh, as as vocal as him makes a lot of sense. Uh, he added that uh, with people like Tucker Carlson, who is a host on a TV network in, in America, Fox, Fox News, he was actually recently in Hungary supporting uh, Viktor Orban, who is the right-wing um, prime minister of Hungary. Um, apparently saying, Tucker Carlson was reported saying that um, this is how a country should be run. Mm. So a country that bans LGBTQ rights and stops people from learning about LGBTQ and homosexuality in school is the best place to live. Interesting. Um, he says that with people like Tucker Carlson, who thinks uh, he knows more about the virus than people who have actually studied them for their entire professional careers, is a very dangerous thing. And that person, in a word, is an asshole. And I couldn't agree more with that. Um, a 2020 census uh, from the US, from um, Himanish's part of the world, has just dropped. Uh, came out yesterday. And the US is less white and more black. Mm. I welcome this news. Uh, people uh, that identify as non-Hispanic whites uh, fell from 63% uh, in 2010 to 578 in 2020. Now, according to the Washington Post, uh, this year's census marks the first time the absolute number of people who identify as white alone has shrunk uh, since uh, since these censuses started back in the 1700s. Now, additionally, people who identified as white in combination with other race, races, should I say, grew by 316 percent. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm, quite a lot. Now, these current parameters of census are still inadequate at including the LGBTQ plus population and people who identify with having roots in the Middle East or North Africa. So, of course, these censuses are never going to be 100% accurate, but it gives you an idea of how the country or how a country is moving and swinging towards. So, hmm, what do you make to that news, Himanish? Um, yeah, so I mean, in terms of, um, not, not as sure if, like, how to perceive that, um, it's a pretty difficult topic to expand my thoughts on. All right, I'm not going to push you. But I, I find it very interesting that, um, you know, America is changing um, and it's, uh, it's interesting to see. All right. Um, should we get into some news? I think it's good to get into some news and find out exactly what has happened in and around the world. Um, a lot of interesting things happening. Um, apparently by... 
I think it's by the end of this decade. So by the end of of the 2020s, the world is going to be in a place that's going to be, we should be expecting to see a lot of floods, uh, a lot of wildfires. Um, apparently the, the deadline, um, the deadline was 1.5 degrees. Um, and I think we, at the moment, we are sitting at 1.3, 1.2 degrees. So it's pretty bad. Um, and it's actually interesting now that governments are, for some reason, only starting now to wake up <laughs> because they shouldn't have woke, they should have woken up a long time ago. Um, of course, there are some people like Boris Johnson who still is in denial and says global warming is a hoax. But it's okay for him because, you know, he's going to die soon, either from being shot because he's irritated someone or from the fact that he's just overly weight. So either way, he's going to die. So he's not going to realize the impacts of global warming. And it's a, it's a really sad thing. And this is a thing that irritates me because, you know, you get a lot of these very older generation of people who it's, they understand. I want to say they understand, but they don't. But they, they see that the world is going to be a very unpleasant place to live in the future. But they don't, they don't really care because they're going to die probably in the next 10 years. So for them, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to die in 10 years from now. So what's it to me? It's only the younger generation, so my generation, him and his generation. And I'm not saying younger people listen to the podcast, but majority of people who do listen to the show are of a younger audience. So it's us who have to live with the fact that the world is going to be quite a different place in the next 10 years from now. And it's um, it's sad, it's frustrating, it's irritating. And why only now do governments have to wake up? I've never understood that. If you can see that there's a problem with, with Earth, we should be acting far sooner and far quicker. But that doesn't seem to be how governments work. And we obviously we all know that. Anyway, now, um, Britney Spears' father has agreed to step down as her legal guardian after 13 years. Now, the singer's career has been in the hands of her, of her, um, of her father since concerns about her medical, of her mental health, should I say, emerged in 20, uh, in 2018. I think that was the time when she, uh, decided to shave her hair and she's, started to do all kinds of strange things. And we all thought, oh God, look at this poor woman. Look how look how much her career has and her life has turned around. Now, a court filing obtained by CNN states that uh, her father doesn't believe that a public battle uh, with Britney Spears over the continuing of, of his services as her conservator would be in his best, or, or her, should I say, in her best interest. Now, here's one person who has definitely turned her life around, and rightly so, good for her. Because whenever we heard about Britney Spears, whenever we saw her in the news, it was just it was just a tragedy. It was just something really sad, really sad to see. So good for her. Good to see that she's uh, got a voice. She's managed to find her voice somewhere. And she's actually said, you know what? I don't need my father to tell me what I can or can't do. And good for her. Now, uh, Prince Andrew, 
will never return to public life after a loss after a U.S. lawsuit against him alleging to sexual abuse. Uh, Prince Andrew will be consigned to the wilderness, whatever the outcome of the lawsuits, because of his repetitional damages caused to the royal family by his links uh, to sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, a source close uh, to the royal family told the Times newspaper. It adds that Prince Charles has long concluded that it is a probably unsolvable problem. And trust me, this is the least of the royal family's problems. They've got so many problems. From money laundering to horrendous teeth to having sex with your cousins and finding that appropriate and normal. They've got enough problems on their hands. And especially not being able to accept Meghan Markle as part of the family is really bad. So the royal family has lots of, um, has lots of problems to deal with. I really don't think this is one of their top priorities. Judging by the, uh, judging by their crooked history and their crooked past, I mean the, uh, the the queen, the queen of England has even said publicly that Prince Andrew is her favorite child. I mean, if that doesn't say a lot, then I don't know what will. Did you want to add something? Um, no, not as much. No, um, no, I mean they. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know so much about, um, that area. Trust me, there's not a lot, there's not a whole lot to know about the royal family. You don't, the only thing you need to know about the royal family is that, um, they've got a very crooked past. That's all. And obviously, you know, being a sex offender like Prince, Prince Andrew is, seems to be a good thing in the royal family. Now, uh, Andrew Cuomo, well, he resigned on Wednesday as governor of, of the New York State after an inquiry found that he sexually harassed several women. And uh, he continues to deny the claims. Uh, CNN says it appears uh, it appears to be at, he, he appears to be in uh, it, it appears. Let me get my words right. It appears to be an expression of his own ego and hubris. Now, Lieutenant Governor Kathy uh, Huchu will now become the first woman to run the state of New York. Wow. So it took, it took a lot of women to be very brave and open and, and say all these things about Andrew Cuomo for, for New York to get a female, its first female to run the state. Hmm. Who would have thought, huh? Who would have thought Andrew Cuomo would stand down? Because these allegations of sexual harassment have been around for quite a while. And um, only now that he's deciding to step down. Now, um, finally in the news, uh, stocks um, in, in the delivery company Deliveroo, which um, if you don't know what Deliveroo is, if you are listening in, in America, Deliveroo is basically... It's like Uber Eats, but it's just like it's a really it's a really uh, shitty version of of Uber Eats. Well, their uh, their their stocks have soared after a after a three hundred million euro stake in the takeout app was bought by a German investor. 
uh, shares in Deliveroo rose by 11% after the business disclosed that a 5.0% holding had been built up by a delivery by Delivery Hero, which is a competitor based in Berlin. Uh, Nicholas Ostberg, uh, who's uh, delivery, who is the Delivery Hero's chief executive, said that he and he had invested in Deliveroo because it was undervalued and because everyone is buying from Getir, which is just a much better delivery app. And it is. I mean, it it is. I can vouch for that. Um, when I was um, when I was uh, homebound and in crutches, um, I ordered. Uh, uh, Getir, and they're a very good app. Um, they're fast, they're efficient. Um, they've got pretty much everything that you need um, um, from a delivery uh, app. So, I mean, if, and you shouldn't, you should only be buying from Getir anyway, because all the others are Thank just um, all the others are just uh, uh, bad. So that was the news. All right. Um, what have you got planned for this weekend, Heminish? Have you got anything planned that you're going to be doing? What is there to do in Virginia on the weekend? Um, there's um. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's definitely a lot to do on the weekend. From um, they have like outdoor activities mostly and just ways for you to like interact. I mean, with COVID going on, it becomes a little bit hard. Sure. But um, you can, there's, a, there's plenty to do around the Virginia area. So, yeah. Um, how And how is Virginia at the moment in regards to, since you brought up uh, COVID measures, how is it at the moment? Are there, because I know in America, each state has their own restrictions. Mm -hmm. So one state will have uh, higher restrictions and another state will have pretty much no restrictions. So how is it at the moment in Virginia? What are the current restrictions? Um, yeah, so the current restrictions in Virginia is, um, it, it, I mean, as of right now, a majority of adults and kids from a certain age have got their um, vaccine shots. So it's trend. It sometimes it, right now it's trending, but it's on and off. So, have you got your vaccine? Have you been vaccinated? Yes. Very good. Very good indeed. All right. Well, uh, Virginia sounds like a kind of place I would like to go and see. Hopefully, once um, America has opened its doors, because Europe has opened its doors to Americans. But it hasn't been reciprocated. Uh, so hopefully, by the end of the year, America will be open, and um, yeah, I'll be able to go see what America, America, as Eminem says, has to um, has to offer. Um, maybe stop by uh, Virginia, go see what Virginia is like, and uh, go see New York and all of that. All right, um, this weekend, what am I doing this weekend? I have no idea. I literally have no idea. I think I'm going to go see some some friends. Listen to me. I am actually uh, interacting with other people. One thing you should know about me, Himanish, is that um, I'm actually known to be very antisocial. I'm not very into the whole um, interacting with people. I like my I like my my me time. So when I when I go out, you know, it's kind of a big deal. Um, 
So I think I might be going to have some drinks with some friends um, over the weekend. Obviously, weather depending, of course. All right, everybody. Um, have yourselves a excellent weekend. And um, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. We'll be back next week. I'm sure Heminish will, will join us next week. Would you like to join us again next week, Heminish? Yeah. How do you, how do you think your experience went on the show? Were you scared? Did I scare you? Because a lot of people say I'm quite scary on my show, but I don't think so. Um. Yeah. I mean, we definitely see um, if I'd be interested to come. So yeah. All right. That sounds that sounds uh that sounds uh optimistic. So I'll leave it at that. All right, everybody, have yourselves a terrific weekend and we'll be back next week.